You're listening to PlayStation Power. I'm George, and this is Greg. Hello. Today we are uh, covering Gradius 3 and 4. Um, this uh, episode is... Uh, oh boy, I'm just falling over the place. <laughs> this episode is uh, part of the SNES podcast where we played Gradius 3 on there. Um, the thing is... Gradius 3 and 4 more of the like the arcade versions on here and Gradius 3 on the SNES is more of like a port um, it is actually quite different uh, we will we will talk about that later uh, we should get into some vital statistics though so interestingly enough uh, when I researched this this game has three different versions in Japan yes it does yes so uh, it was first released April 13th 2000 in Japan, in North America, November 13th, 2000, uh, EU, November 24th, 2000, then in Japan, October 13th, 2001, um, it was released uh, as Gradius 3 and 4, Konami the Best, I believe, and then released once again, October 2nd, 2004 in Japan, um, as the Konami Dendu Collection, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, uh, if you couldn't tell before, developer and publisher is Konami, and it's it's a shoot 'em up game, right? Yep. Yeah. So this 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 episode um, and this little thing that we've done between this podcast and the SNES podcast is basically an idea of Greg's, um, and it was it was very interesting. And I I never played these games before, so it was it was an interesting thing to look at um, both of the both of the games and both the different ports and everything um any any specific reason why you want to do this or basically two big reasons one is that this is one of the only games i can think about that actually that actually came out on both systems right. uh, like both the super nes like and the playstation second uh i'm a big variety fan i played it uh, i mean i played every game in the series i love every game in the series and uh and uh and i and I bought both the Super NES and, and, and PS2 versions of the game virtually as they came out, and I was really struck by how different how, how different that they were because I had no experience with, experience like with the arcade version of the game. Uh, the Super NES version of the game was significantly altered to be able to take advantage about the more limited hardware capabilities of the uh, capabilities of the Super NES, since that was the launch title for that system. Whereas, whereas when this game came, whereas, whereas, whereas when this game. Uh, came out, came on the PS2, and I realized it, 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 I realized it was an arcade port of the game. And at first, I'm like, "Well, what's the point?" And then I realized how different that, how different that the two versions of the game were. So I, like, I bought it, so I bought it to check out, and I also bought it, I bought it because it included Gradius 4 like on the collection, collection uh, as well, which I never played up to that point, like, like I had no experience with. So. And uh, it's really tough for me to decide, even to this day, which version of the game uh, that I like better, because they both have pros and cons. Right, so uh, if you want to hear about the history of Gradius, uh, you can listen to the SNES podcast uh, uh, with the Gradius 3 episode. Uh, very good job that Greg does with uh, looking back and look on the history of the game, the series, and basically uh, kind of a little bit about the developer slash publisher as well. Um, I always enjoy that part. Now, to be honest, I did not get through much of Gradius 3. 
on the <laughs> PS2 because god damn is it fucking hard. It, it, it is tough. If you think the Superman version of the game is hard, ooh boy. I thought it was difficult, but I didn't think it was ridiculous. This is this version of the this version of the fucking game insane. This version yeah. of the game will kick your ass seven ways a Sunday. And uh, that's just the easiest difficulty too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, um, as a matter of fact, this game this game when they first came out in Japan, like in the arcades, was so difficult that they actually had to recall the game and re-release it uh, later on. It's like a different ROM set. Yeah. Um, because the fact that um, the original version of the game had no continuation feature um, and, they, um, and, just was, and it was really tough. So they came out with a so came out with a modified or modified version of the game, which had a beginner mode that allowed the player to venture through the first three levels of the game in much easier in much easier, easier difficulty. This was also repeated just like in the PS2 version of the game, which I'm surprised. Right. Um, and they um, um, they can also add the continuation uh, they, they, they also added they, they also added the, the continuation feature feature to it. Um, when the game got ported again for the worldwide arcade release, it was made even easier. Um, it, it, it didn't have the beginner mode anymore, uh, but they, uh, but they turned, uh, but for us quote unquote dumb Westerners, they toned the difficulty even further. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, um, I've learned the hard way both on the SNES version and the PS2 version for Gradius 3 is that um, there are no continues on the easiest difficulty. Um, and that's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. But on um, Gradius 4, you had as many continues as you want. Yes, because they were... Um, which they, I really liked. They were released in different years, under different teams, like different mindsets. Right. So, right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, this is a... This is a, um, I might have mentioned it, George. This is an early, like an early PS2 release. Uh, this came out in North America, like in November of 2000. Like November 2000. Yeah, well, were, uh, when I was talking about release dates, yeah. yes, I said that it was Sorry, released. I missed it then. Um, <laughs> I, but, but let me emphasize that. November 2000. There were not many games out of the system at that point yet. No, there were. Uh, pickings were few and far between. So I think Konami made a very good choice of getting this game out because it really didn't require too much work on their part. Um, all they had to do was just kind of like grab the arcade versions of both the games, slap them onto like a CD, and stick it out there. Um, this was, I mean, this was the same year as launch. Yes. So it was just, um, the, it was just more towards the end of the year. Right. So I was starving for titles like my system. Uh, so I was very glad to pick this up. Oh, so you you originally had this game? Yes. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I thought I said that, but maybe I didn't like make it like you know clear that maybe I missed it. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> we're um, doing a lot of missing. This is, uh, we're doing a back to back. We're doing podcasts back to back, and uh, I think we're I think we're losing it a little bit here. So but, uh, I was more interested. Oh well. in, yes, yes. When I bought the game, I was more interested in playing Gradius Four originally because I never had played Gradius Four. Right. Uh, like even though both Gradius Three and Gradius Four had come out like in the arcades, um, I just never they, they just never turned up like my local arcades. Like for whatever reason, so... I will make the argument that Gradius 4 is better than 3. In this version? Yes. I, yes, I'd agree with that. I think Gradius 3 for Super NES is probably the strongest game, uh, uh, like, all together. But in this version, in, in this version, the original, the original arcade, arcade version, I, I, I agree with you. I do, I, um, I do think Gradius 4 is better. Yes. 
Um, also, there's just like all this 3D shit coming around. It's great. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Um, especially that the game was not as hard as Gradius 3. Right. Um, I like that as well. Um, I did really like the opening sequence. So the opening sequence is like this game. Uh, really? There's two opening sequences to the game that randomly, that randomly, that random, that randomly, that randomly go back and forth, and they're very nice launch sequences. Uh, they pretty, uh, they do a pretty good job. They're more graphically, they're more graphically impressive uh, on the PS2 like the games are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so kind of a good like demonstration like what the PS2 could do like in later years. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's it's very interesting. Um, Maybe we should get the some of the differences out of the way between the SNES and the PS2 version. Sure. Um, obviously, graphics. You can't get right. arcade-perfect graphics on SNES. Right. Uh, but the PS2 has more accurate graphics. Um, the amount of enemies... They, cut, they had to cut back on the amount of enemies on the SNES version because... Well, uh, first off, it was actually a launch game for the SNES. And, um, you know, the did not have the full knowledge of how to make things for that hardware yet. But, um, you know, just, just the power in general as well as you can't put that many things on screen and as much as they had on screen um, in that game, it, it did have some slowdown. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas uh, PS2 version has so many things on the screen, it makes it ridiculously hard. Mm. Um, and like I said, that, that was one of the causes of why I could not get far because... I would get like halfway through the, the desert level and that's it. It's fucking over. <laughs> Once you die, you're like midway through the desert level with maybe like one speed up power up. Yes. But that's not enough. So you're just going to get killed over and over and over again. All, all Riot's games have that problem. Uh, it's, certainly, right. it's certainly a difficulty. Um, yeah, the, the PS2 version of this game is very, very close like the arcade ports. Uh, there's really only like a few minor differences. Uh, one of them is that uh, the Super NES version, one of the upgrades it did was it offered the extra edit mode, uh, which basically allowed you to be able to customize uh, to a very fine detail what power-ups you wanted available to your ship. Right. Uh, this is this is hidden originally, but it's unlockable as you go through the gameplay, uh, like in the PS2 version of the game. Um, but the reduce uh, function also works a little bit differently in the PS2 version as compared to the, version as compared to the Super NES version. Um, in the Super NES version of the game, if you get hit when you're reduced, you, you automatically blow up. But in this version of the game, if you get hit, it returns to the Viper, like, the Dick Viper, which is the name of your ship, by the way, uh, like your original size. So basically, like, basically you have two hits. Uh, oh, so it's kind of it's kind of like a some kind of shield, but it makes yeah, you smaller. Yeah, right, right, kind of. That's the, interesting. The biggest difference, the biggest difference, and what I found very fascinating, uh, both from a gameplay and, and from a technical standpoint, um, the PS2 is much. The PS2 came out obviously much later than the arcade version of the game did. Right. Uh, because the arcade version of the game uh, dates back to it's dates it, it, it back to 1989, uh, and was uh, and was basically running in the equivalent of the equivalent 16-bit hardware, where the PS2 version of the game came out 11 years later. Obviously, the PS2 was much more powerful and powerful and powerful and sophisticated uh, machine than the original, like the original arcade machine was. Yeah. And, and this problem was not, and this problem was well known by this point. Uh, one story I still have to tell uh, these days is like you know, uh, you may not, 
Uh, you may not have experienced this uh, yourself, George, because you're younger than I am, uh, but as an old-school PC gamer, uh, one difficulty that we had back in the 80s and early 90s was that a lot of games that were published for older computers, like for, example, like, for example, games that came out that were designed to run on 386 or 486 hardware, you try playing on a Pentium machine, and the game runs too fast. Yes, uh, I know a little bit about that. And then isn't there this whole turbo button bullshit the turbo button's different the turbo button the, the, the turbo button was designed to speed up a slow system uh, the problem that was going on here was that the game was running too fast and you had to introduce some kind of lag or slowdown to the game uh, there was a DOS program that came out later on that kind of did that by trying to by trying to keep the computer busy by uh, busy by having the processor like run cycles in the background basically yeah. uh, but it kind of gave some jerky results and didn't always work like every game uh, Wing Commander, for example, is a great is a great example of a game that very rapidly got outpaced by by, by hardware uh, because that game was designed to run a 486. You cannot play in a Pentium because even a Pentium that's just that that show that game that uh, that game is like way too fast. So nowadays you can get around that because of DOSBox. Oh, uh, old computer <laughs> games. So this version of the game has the same problem because the PS2 version, because the PS2 is so much like so much more powerful than the powerful little arcade version. Uh, in its original arcade arcade mode, the game uh, the game is very fast. And I, very, I thought I felt the game being faster. So to compensate for that, Konami, like Konami wisely put in basically a lag function. Uh, it's called the weight level. Uh, if you go to, if you hit start, if you hit start to pause the game, if you start during gameplay to bring up the option, the option screen, and it's like weight level, there's three levels that you can pick from that that induce varying amounts of slowdown to the game. So that, um, so I, I, I personally, like, I personally prefer like number one, for example, which is like middle of the road. Um, so basically this basically just gets, just kind of emulates the, the, emulates the arcade machine more by slowing the PS2 down. Like, make the game play and feel more like the original arcade version. I, I did not know what that was, and that's good to know that's what that is. Because, yeah, be, yeah, because, yeah, because, yeah, because playing the game, we're going like, wow, this is fast. I expect it to be faster than the Super NES version, but what the hell is going on here? And then it looks like I read the manual, and I'm like, oh, weight level, okay, let me give this a shot. And much easier to play the game that way. Okay, yeah, so when I play Grid is 4, it seems completely fine with, right, with the Grid weight is four, level of 0. Exactly, Grid is 4 came out in, let me check real quick here, Grid is 4 came out in 1999. So as a result, like, like that oh, game... it came out a year before the, yes. the so PS2 we, came out, okay. Like, so as a result, that game was running on modern hardware, and therefore they didn't need to do that trick. So. Right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So... Uh, anyway, those are the major. Yeah. So anyway, those are the. So that's the. So that's the big difference. The big difference between the original arcade version, like in the PS2 port of the game. Yeah, uh, but, the that's basically it. So uh, this game, obviously, shoot 'em up, um, horizontal shoot 'em up, and uh, you know you get you get different power ups and all that. So when you defeat um, uh, enemies in specific formations, or if you defeat enemies that have a red tint to them. Uh, you get uh, these red capsules and you pick them up and it brings up different tiers of uh, power-ups you have. So when you start the game, you are able to select uh, different different loadouts of power-ups that you have. And they always have um, things like um, speeding up your ship, 
missiles, being able to shoot uh, in like different angles and directions and stuff like that. Um, lasers and what else is there? There's shields and there's shields, there's, options. There's, yeah, options which are um, little orbs that can follow you around and shoot or what else is there, Greg? What other options are there? Last but not least, the exclamation point, which right. basically allows you, which is which is pretty much a wild card option. I mean, you can set to what you, I, I, you can choose what that does. The most common configuration, at least for me, was to give the was to re, was, was to restore your shield, was to restore your shields to full power. Yes, and I I believe I put that as that as well. Um, like I said, I did not play too much of Gradius Three on the PS2 because. Um, it was basically just me having trouble passing the first level because <laughs> you're gonna ba you're bound to die eventually. But we already we already said that Gradius has this problem where mm. once you die, it is very difficult to get back to where you were. Um, so I don't really have too too much to say. Although we basically talked about Gradius three, mm. and it's somewhat similar to the SNES version. We talked right. about that on the SNES podcast, so uh, you could get more of my opinion there um, because this is basically, basically the same except this version is so much fucking harder. Um, because it's emulating I, the arcade I, version perfectly. The arcade version has a lot yes. more enemies, a lot, yes. more, a lot more shit coming at you. Oh, um, God, yeah. uh, I hate that guy that skitters behind you and steals your option like you avoid feel like you don't avoid it i didn't even see that that's a huge fuck you oh yeah that sounds like it um uh, so the thing is i found myself using the d-pad to control it for this game mm -hmm. but when i went over to gradius 4 i felt like the thumbstick was better for me i was the same way but for different reasons i uh, like for me i was still used to playing gradius 3 like the gradius 3 like in the super nes like a pad that is, that, that is playing the PS2 again with a pad just felt natural to me. Maybe that's why I did that. Yeah. So I don't, that's weird. But yeah, yeah, no. Like I, even though the arcade game was designed to use a stick, of course. Yes. Well, I mean, the thing is, um, a a joystick on a controller is different than an arcade stick. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Um, you just where, have a thumbstick you know, to work you're with. just controlling it with your thumb. Yes. Yeah. The arcade stick you're controlling with like your whole hand or. However, you know, I didn't even realize this until uh, a while ago, is that people, like, use those arcade sticks, like, in different ways. And I didn't I didn't realize that you could hold it, like, different ways and everything. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, there's different ways to, uh, um, uh, yeah, just, like, whatever, you know, whatever that you're comfortable with. So, um, yeah, the controls for this game I thought were fine. The PS2 controller does a very good job of emulating the controls. Again, oh, like, yeah. uh, no problem. I mean, like George said, this is just pretty much a straight port, a very good port like the arcade game. Um, it really feels perfect. Uh, the, I don't have to like detail. Um, I'm, I don't like this version as much as the Super NES version, partly because I have familiarity with the Super NES version, and partly because that, like George said, this is much more difficult. I'm also not a fan like of those uh, pseudo 3D stages. Uh, I found those to be like very difficult to play. I'm fine with those. It's just I, I feel like the SNES version... Um, even with the slowdown, feels better to play than uh, this arcade version that, that it's it's basically emulating. Um, I just it's just not. I feel like I am drained of everything I could say about Gradius Three since we did that episode. Um, but Gradius Four, there's there's quite a bit to talk about. Um, 
Well, uh, there's 3D scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very nice. I felt like there was more leniency on the landscapes where um, if you got close, close to the ground, I feel like the hitboxes were a little bit smaller, so like you wouldn't crash into the ground uh, when you were just touching it or whatever, whereas in Gradius 3, if you were like anywhere near it, that's it. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. blow up. Yeah, uh, Gradius 4, uh, by the way, the Japanese name of that game is like Resurrection. Uh, all, the, all these games have subtitles in Japan for some reason. Go figure, because they're Japanese games. Um, Gradius 4, I don't like it as much as Gradius 3, mostly only because I have more familiarity with Gradius 3. Um, but, but but you're right. Gradius 4 is much more. Gradius 4 is much more. She's much more technically advanced. Um, it's much more sophisticated of a game. The graphics are better. The, the music's better. Um, I don't think the soundtrack's pretty good as Gradius 3, but it's a very good soundtrack. Still. I prefer uh, the Gradius 4 soundtrack. Mm. Uh, the enemies have great design in this game. I think uh, the boss fights are almost as good as the, the the boss fights are almost as good as the past games. Um, yeah, it's a very fun game. I'm very glad that Konami decided to bundle two games together. I think they realized they probably had. I think they realized. I think, I think they realized they probably had to do that because they're trying to sell one older game. I think Gradius Four was the main reason they wanted. To, I think Gradius Four was the main reason they wanted to release on the PS2, and they're like, well, we'll throw on Gradius Three. Uh, back on here's a bonus. I feel like uh, I don't know how much it was when it came out, but I feel like if it was only Gradius Four. It would probably, right. it should probably only be about half the price then. Whereas if it was a full price game when it came out. Right, so yeah. adding Gradius 3 feels like there's more to the game and it doesn't feel like more like a, a ripoff. Hmm. Um, uh, I don't like, however, how Gradius 4 doesn't have the edit option, uh, the edit mode that Gradius sure 3 does. Are you sure it doesn't have the edit option? Right, it doesn't have all the options uh, available I, to you to pick and choose. I, I think I've sworn that I did some editing. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking wrong. You can do some editing, but you can't do as much editing in this game okay. as you could in this game as you could in Super NES version of Gradius Three. Right, um, okay. Like the power ups, because I really love being able to I really love being able to fine tune your power ups. So, um, but yeah, some of the other changes that they made are oh, are pretty good. Uh, this game had an online ranking system. Uh, if you were one of the few people who happened to have access to the modem, <laughs> um, but that was only available like Japan, so um, yeah, there was no modem attachment right. released in North America. Right. That's so, r- I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Although so. it, uh, not really point. It's not really a seller to like make you get the modem, but that's right. uh, that's an interesting add-on to it. Um, I also really like how they included like a boss rush mode. Uh, 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 like one of the game, like one of the game options, like the this. Oh yeah, I didn't even bother to touch the. Yeah, I wanted to get through the game, but well, it's good practice for going up against the bosses because, like you know, once you can beat them, uh, beat uh, you know, once you can beat them, like in this version, then the game is a, uh, the game's a lot easier. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. I think I got about halfway through Gradius Four, um, and then I kept dying. And I was like, well, there's unlimited continues, that's cool, but I don't want to keep playing the same stage over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, um, right. But the unlimited continues are very helpful. Um, oh, yes. I was having trouble with the, uh, was the flower boss, I think? Oh, I, yeah. I died, I died a few times on there. Uh, there's also, uh, both games also have, yeah, yeah, both games, yeah, both games also have a lot of voice. Uh, yes. Sounding, 
which sounds which sounds which sounds which sounds just like the arcade version because it basically is the arcade voice just taking straight over. So right. so when you when you get a power up and you uh, use your button to select the power up, it, it um, narrates what power up you have selected. And it also gives you hints like in the bosses, like you know, like destroy the core. So the problem is sometimes I can't understand what they're saying. Really? Because I never had that problem. It might well. It might be because I'm not emulating and I'm playing it on a PlayStation and I'm using speakers. Mm, yeah, could be. Because when you when you put headphones on, you can notice the little details when you're listening with headphones. Like this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when you're listening through a speaker, you miss some details. And I think if I was wearing some headphones while I was playing that, I'd probably understand the voice a little bit better. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I did understand, like, most of it, so there's that. Um, and like we said, like, there, there are, you know, like, the areas are, like, 3D, you know, because this is, like, a 99 game, mm -hmm. yep. you know, so uh, I think one of my favorite parts was, was like, the, the area with the dragon, the orbs, the fire orbs, and the oh, dragons yeah, coming yep. out of the orbs. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. This looks really cool. The fire stage in this game is a complete bitch because I didn't get that far. You, if you shoot any of the fireballs coming at you, they uh, they fragment into they, they fragment they, they fragment into like seven to nine to to to, to nine mini fireballs. Whereas whereas Super version of the game like only did three. So Whoa. and um, so yeah, you basically I, I basically just make it through by not shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really really difficult. Yeah, the um. Um, but Gradius 4 is difficult too, but Gradius 4 is not, but Gradius 4 is nowhere near as difficult as Gradius 3 is. Like, you know, the, the arcade or no, the, 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 I was, the, arc, the arcade Super NES versions. I was able to get, um, decently far pretty quickly. Um, there were some points where I got slowed down because I kept dying, but, um, I'm not sure if I said this here, but I did say in the SNES podcast that I am actually getting better at shooter games. So that's, <laughs> that's definitely helpful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when I, I was doing my Master System uh, podcast and we did uh, R-Type. Mm. That was one of the earlier episodes and I could not get anywhere uh, in that game and I am yeah. so ashamed. I should actually uh, get back to play, playing more R-Type on the Master System. Well, if you really like Gradius 4, uh, Gradius 4 I, 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 really recommend, I really recommend you check out the last the last regular Gradius game, uh, Gradius 5, which came over the PS2 several years later because they took several things that Gradius 4 started that can improve upon it. I'm sure we might eventually right. cover it. Uh, because Gradius 5 has a um, has like very nice 3D scrolling, uh, like the background graphics and whatnot. I think uh, I saw like a few minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, and it also has... Gradius 5 also has the most biggest, fantastic, wonderful explosions I've ever seen in a video game. Oh, really? When you blow a boss up in Gradius 5, you blow the fucking boss up. Because it has a whole bunch of mini explosions. It's like, I think it goes like kaboom across the entire screen. It is awesome. <laughs> Must be very satisfying. Yes, it is. But so, <laughs> Gradius, well, Gradius 5 was the level, Gradius 5 never came out for the arcade. Gradius 5 was exclusively a PS2 game, and, and that game really did a great job of, of showing off the PS2 hardware. Whereas these two games, just being arcade ports, they really didn't, they were fine the PS2, but they really didn't show off, they show off, I was sure what the system could do. Right. Which is one of the downsides, the down, downsides of it. But, but again, like I said, you, you buy this game, you buy this game knowing, you buy this game like knowing what you're getting. 
um, they are getting two very good, like two very good, like you uh, arcade ports. So, and one of those is, and one of those, one of those arcade games is like eleven years old. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what else to say about this. I mean, I like both of them. Although Gradius 3 is hard as shit, as we keep saying. Is it, like, is it just the reduced difficulty of Gradius 4 that endears you to more to it, or there other things? Well, I mean, the thing is, if I'm able to actually get somewhere in the game, I think that's a plus. <laughs> um, being able to only see, like, one stage from Gradius 3, and then losing on my, my ships, and it's saying game over. Um, well, let me give you, like, more so modern... Great. Well, let me give you, like, a more modern game example. I'd actually like Dark Souls. Uh, kind of. I mean, I haven't played it recently. Dark Souls, Dark Souls is kind of the same way. I mean, like you know, you you, you grind and grind and grind it, and just make it like a little, you know, a tiny, and just for like you know, like a very very tiny bit of the progress. Yeah, but the thing is, if you die in Dark Souls, you don't have to start all the way from the beginning of the game. You're still depowered. But you can, and you can also grind, whereas Gradius. You can't really grind. It's you know you you have to go. You have to keep going. Unless you use a cheat. Uh, I didn't actually look into this uh, uh, because I never used it. Are there are there same cheat codes available available in this version of the game? You know I don't look up cheat codes, Greg. <laughs> I believe the Konami code still works in this game. How? There's no B or A. Uh, well, <laughs> you'd use the equivalent the equivalent buttons, which would be like X and X and uh, X circle. and square. So circle, yeah. Square. So. Um, I, like I said, you know I don't look up cheats, so <laughs> uh, that's not that's not a thing I do for this podcast. Uh, I mean, if you want me to take time out of the podcast to go and look up cheats, I guess <laughs> I can do that. Um, if you can't find this version of the game, both uh, both these games are also included as part of the Gradius Collection, which came out later on, uh, which came out later on for the PSP. Um, I believe that version of the game is cheaper. I don't know actually yeah so i am kind of a psp collector so <laughs> yes i'm looking up cheats you made me look up cheats greg <laughs> jesus <sighs> great podcast we're having greg <laughs> but, so anyway yeah um I think these games are well worth picking up. Uh, like if you're a fan of Gradius games at all, like if you're a fan of shooter games at all, and you miss this, like, and you miss this like for whatever reason. Um, especially if you have an experience, experience like the Super NES port of the game. Uh, Gradius three and four are really both very good, strong games. I think I think as time passed, the Gradius series got stronger, like an evolved more. Um, Call of Duty obviously. It looked. It looks like it. It does. Yeah. 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 Call of Duty ultimately like Gradius five. But uh, yeah, these are these are these are tough classic shooters. Um, if you're not a fan of the bullet hell kind of games that have come out uh, that are popular these days, uh, such as like you know Iruga, um, definitely <laughs> uh, definitely give out the you know this is the pinnacle of old school classic uh, side scrolling our side scrolling shoot 'em ups. You only so, brought up Ikaruga because I did on the SNES podcast. Well, I, well, I know. I think I would have brought it up anyway because, like I said, okay. I, I, Ikaruga started. Ikaruga was the game that kicked off the whole, kicked up the whole, the, the whole so-called boat hell trend of games, uh, which is what most shooters are these days. 
So yeah, which is a shame because yeah. not all the when I, if I although I don't play shooters that much. If I want to play a shooter, I usually don't want to play like a bullet hell type of fucking game. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so. a shame. I, I mean, I'm not like poo pooing on it, but like and and like there are those like rare occasions where I'm like, okay, let me try playing a bullet hell game. But I usually don't. And if I want to play a shooter, which once in a while I kind of do now, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm going to have to go with older games because, right. like, bullet hells, just sometimes they're just too much for me. Mm. Yeah. So I found cheat codes, okay. you bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is from GameFAQs, so okay. uh, I guess this should be accurate. Um, after usually, beating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after beating one level and end boss, pause the game and press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, X circle, and you get the full power up in the uh, greatest form. Told you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, pause the game and press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, square, triangle, and you get a full power up with double shot. Mm. Uh, pause the game and press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, X, O, uh, and you get full weapons can only be used uh, once for each completed level. So it's it, some some of these are similar yep. to the ones on this one, yes. Yep. Um, there's also another one here. Up, up, down, down, left, right, uh, left, right, L2, R2, and you get uh, power up one. Okay. Um, Is there a suicide code like this version of the game? I don't think so. Mm. Uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, L1, R1 uh, gives you uh, power up two. And then there's just a bunch of unlockables I see here. Um, oh, really? you can play the first level of Salamander uh, or Gradius 1. Hmm. In stage 10, when you're at the last boss of the game, get hit by the boss's attack that comes out of the mouth. You will then be taken either to Salamander Stage 1 or Gradius 1 Stage 1. I never knew that. That's a pretty like, cool bonus. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Also, we're done talking about cheats, you fucking cheater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, though, hey, I use those power... I I use those power-up codes on a regular basis playing the game, both the Super NES and the PlayStation versions, because if you, because if you die during a boss, you need your weapons. The only time I put in cheat codes is for, like, Grand Theft Auto when I want to jump, like, I'm on the moon, or, <laughs> or I want to uh, spawn a tank, or some bullshit like that. So I don't really game, use cheat codes. So is this game expensive to get these days? Um... Not really. Uh, prices go between about eight forty six to twenty two eighty nine. Mm, pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think I yeah. got mine for between fifteen to twenty. I'd say it's definitely worth it. Um, yeah. You get you get two old arcade shooters. Um, you know, and they're 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 a part of history. They're right. a nice little. It's a nice tiny collection of, of yes. two games that I feel everyone should try at least once. Um, because because this show this shows off uh, what Konami was able and should still be able to do, um, and it's a shame that Konami does not really do anything now except for put out disappointing Metal Gear Solid games. Um, <laughs> they're not even doing that anymore. They're st- uh, well, no, there's they re- they recently released a trailer for a Metal Gear Solid game. And everyone apparently is up in arms about it. Which is a mobile game, right? Is it? I don't even know anything about it. Still, yeah, because they're still doing their mobile operations. They're still doing mobile games. Right. They're still doing like you know, 
And they're um, doing their casino bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah casino operations. So. Yeah. Casino operation, my favorite movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, well, I will say this. Uh, Konami Konami makes a very good like slot machine. I mean, most of the ones I played before like, are pretty you fun. You played a Konami slot machine before? Yeah. Um, okay. There's a... Uh, 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 there's two big arcades uh, uh, near me here in Rhode Island, uh, Twin River like, and Foxwoods, and I've been to both in the last in the last year. They both had like some Konami arcade games. I, uh, I'm sorry, good old Foxwoods. Uh, sorry, Konami slot machines, which I was which I was shocked to see. I'm like I'm like holy hell, is that the Konami logo on this thing? Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah, well, but, I mean the thing is about Japanese companies is that. A lot of them do multiple things. So, like, Mitsubishi yeah. just doesn't, right. you know, manufacture cars. They also manufacture plane parts, and they make, like, TVs, and they make, <laughs> like, projectors, and they make this and that, and, you know. Right. And Kon- Konami has, like, um, sports clubs or whatever, yep. and they do casino ca- crap, and yep. they do this, yep. and they do that, so... Um, yeah, so this is definitely worth picking up, like, if you're a fan of the greatest games, like, uh, 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 greatest games, like, um, you know... Um, like George said, uh, you certainly, you certainly, if you're new to the games, this is certainly like a good place to start. Uh, Probably Gradius Four, though. Uh, I, I think Gradius Five is the better game, but Gradius Five is newer. But uh, we're not it, talking about right. Gradius Five. But at least for this one, you get the like, two <laughs> games in one, which is very nice. Yeah, and it's, um, it's a nice little thing. They they both look nice. Like, or you could also get the Gradius Collection, you know, the Gradius Collection, like with PSP. So. Well, um, but, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making sure the listeners know like all the options out there. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> or or you, I guess you could try to emulate it. Yep. I don't think there's a means of actually buying it on any services right now, is there? No, there's not. Yeah. Um, these games, these games, uh, uh, these games do play fine in main though. Okay, I'm, I've never actually. Uh, used main before, so you want to have a good controller for that. You go that route because, like I said, uh, do not try to play this like the keyboard because you won't get very far. <laughs> I have a, I have a lot of controllers, so I don't think that's yeah, an issue. So, but um, yeah. so anyway, yeah. Um, uh, I think the two of us differed on which game we preferred better, like in this collection. But we can both agree that they're great games and definitely should be worth playing by anybody who's a fan of shooters. Um, I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> differentiate classic. Side-scrolling space shooters. Let me let me be very clear about that. So not to, so not to like offend anybody. Like outer space or like inner space. You're doing some inner space action in this game, so <laughs> uh, because toward the end, to because toward the end of both games, you fly through like uh, biological stages with like you know cell walls that oh, grow back. Oh yeah, I remember that. The, and, and what whatnot, is so. what is with like shooters and making like nasty nasty stages like this where the Gradius again this is a hallmark look, it of, looks like you're going through somebody's asshole or something well again this is a hallmark of the Gradius series they've always they've always had a final stage uh, they look like that so. <laughs> Gradius going through assholes since 1982 <laughs> whatever 86 I was close yeah. right. but uh, yeah oh yeah my so. God. but anyway yeah so um, I'm glad I so I'm glad I got you I'm glad I got you to check out these games because I thought you'd like them and I'm glad I was right. Yeah, and great, Greatest 4 I liked quite a bit. The only thing is you can't really like save how far you've gone and then just come back to it. Yeah, that's one of the drawbacks unfortunately. But the like game's not too... Like the saving is only for like leaderboards and stuff. Right. But the game's, the game's fairly short so they can play through it in an hour so that's not like, too bad. 
Yeah, well, I, like I said, I wish I could just save it and then just come back to it, but apparently well, that's not that's not well, a thing. Well, if you, well, if you cheat and use emulation, there's save states. But, but I want to play on the PS2. Yeah, I I, I know. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't have anything else to say to say about these games. Great games. Um. Well worth like well worth playing. Um. You know, I prefer like I prefer like Gradius three on here. George prefers Gradius four, but they're both like great games. So I I think it might be because it's like so much more flashy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it looked like every stage. I was like, wow, this looks awesome. And then Gradius three. Well, Gradius three I didn't get far in. So. Yeah. Whereas I have. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I have. Yeah. Whereas with me, I think it's because I have a lot more history history and familiarity with Gradius three because of the, uh, you know, because of the Super NES version. So. Uh, I'm better at the game anyway because of my experience with it. Gradius, Gradius 4, I find it to be like very tough. Flames to this day. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How the fuck did we get through this podcast without going through tangents? <laughs> it's been about 40 minutes now. Because we're are probably tired and already focused because of the fact that this is our second podcast in a row that we're recording. I don't know. I think getting tired would probably <laughs> make me make tangents easier than... <laughs> I really hmm. Well, let's, let's talk about the theory of getting tired and doing podcasts. <laughs> like uh, like like I said, this is our second podcast in a row that we we are doing tonight. Um, we had a couple of small tangents, like you know, like history of Konami. Well, that's still kind of on track, though. Like I, I mean, know. like talking about how my dog took a shit last night or something. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, you know, what are you doing on the table? What what are you doing on the table? That actually, so so when we first when we first got my dog, um, she actually did get on the kitchen table and take a shit on the newspaper. Um, I don't know why she thought that. Maybe she was kind of trained by the the um, the animal shelter to to like go on the newspaper. But it was really weird because she climbed on, and she's you know she's she's a German Shepherd, so she's rel she's relatively big. I'd say she's medium size, but she climbed onto the chair and climbed onto the kitchen table and took a shit on the newspaper. <laughs> what are you looking up? I'm just trying to see if we have anything else to talk about here as far as the game goes. Well, I'm, we missed. I'm, I'm already talking about something, Greg. Okay, go ahead. Like, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> no, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Uh, it was it was weird because because then my father, when he had to get up for work, he just saw a big piece <laughs> of shit on the table. <laughs> it was funny. I wish, I wish I was there. That would be funny. <laughs> Dog training is never an easy process. Oh, especially with like German shepherds. If you mm. don't really train them, right? They don't really fucking listen. Yeah. So yeah. <sighs> anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, do we want to tell the good listeners what we're doing next time, George? Uh, I believe we are going to be playing another PS2 game. Yes, we are. And we're going to be playing... Wait, when did you become the host? <laughs> like, I'm trying to um, help. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know. I keep, I, every time you, you try to move this podcast, I make this joke. Um, yeah, no, we are going to be playing Smackdown Here Comes the Pain. Yes, the yes, wrestling game which I have no history or history or familiarity with. Um, because George is a big wrestling fan and, I, and I'm not, so it's not to be interesting. And we're going to have a guest on. We're going to have a special guest host, yes. Um, 
uh, Ollie from Ireland is going to be joining us. So we're going to get to uh, hear about what game is like over there, like across the pond, and how, like, how he, how he became interested, like, interested in wrestling in the first place. Greg, I think it's bigger than a pond. It's a common slang. Leave me the fuck alone already. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I'm sorry. Whoa, man, the old man's getting cranky here. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, you should learn to respect your elders at this point. Ah, shut up. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Um, we recently started up a Patreon. If you would like to help uh, back us, yes, we did. Because we have things like. Um, Hosting okay. fees for yep. web 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 websites. <laughs> um, we have hosting fees for websites and um, just just a bunch of other stuff that we need help with. Um, and we do have rewards. We're still working on rewards and goals, though. Um, you can find that at www.patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash the box for t h e b o x f o r t anything. That you that you are are willing to give us would be very appreciated. Um, this podcast is on iTunes and Google Play. We have a Facebook group. Look up PlayStation Power. You should find it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Chief at M I S T U R C H E E F. Uh, once in a while, you can find me streaming on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv slash M I S. T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F the same as my Twitter handle Speed Racer is passing by so everybody say hello I don't know if you heard that I did Okay. Um, we have an email address um, playstationpower at theboxfort.net that is T-H-E-B-O-X-F-O-R-T dot net and uh, you should check out our uh, new website is tabboxfort.com T-E-H-B-O-X-F-O-R-T Com, and we have things on there like uh, my Twitch channel. And since Greg doesn't stream, his isn't on there because he doesn't have one. Um, and also like an embedded uh, player for Mixler, which I believe I will be start doing once in a while. And uh, uh, starting to slowly put all the podcast episodes on there. And, and there will be more on there later, but it's, it's a new website. Mm. Anyway, Greg... After after that whole big thing I just said, what, what, where can we find you? You can reach me directly at the SNES Podcast at yahoo.com. Um, and you can also and you can also reach us on our Facebook page. Uh, please check it out. Um, um, we have some uh, uh, we uh, we have links to all the episodes there and episodes there like for convenience, like and also for some dialogue. Um, and um, we want to give us like a can you want to give us some. Uh, uh, like a rating review on like iTunes, that'd be very much appreciated. Uh, because ratings on there help the help the help to the podcast up and make it easier for people to find. Oh, for sure. So, um, so anyway, uh, it's always great doing this again. Thank you, George. Uh, this has been like very. Uh, this has been interesting, and of it's course. been a lot of fun. Always, always fun. And George is doing some very great work, kind of great work, like on the Patreon, like and also on the the uh, like on the website. So be sure to check that out. Oh well, thank you. Also, you want to hear a secret, Greg? What's that? This podcast isn't even fifty minutes long. <laughs> what have we been doing? Oh, it's a shooter. How much can you say about a shooter? <laughs> yeah, but I thought we'd be talking about more stupid bullshit. Like there was a thunderstorm over here recently. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. Uh, take care all. <laughs>